Hey there everyone, I'm Patrick Ferguson from Skull Splitter Dice and in today's video we're going to be discussing a bit more of a serious topic and that's how to resolve conflicts within your D&D group. Conflict between players or players and the DM is an absolute inevitability. When players are only bound together through the activity of Dungeons and Dragons, uh, problematic behavior can be a little easier to deal with. However, if adventurers are friends outside of D&D, which is often the case, this is when things can get a little bit more emotional and, strangely enough, more difficult. Knowing that problems can happen, it's important to have a game plan of some kind, even in a simple form. One way that can work well is to set up ground rules in advance, preferably in the form of a session zero. Let everybody talk about troubling behaviors that they don't really want to see and also establish consequences for that kind of behavior. Help others understand why these rules need to be in place and support that strongly. For instance, you might have a rule that says, unless there are extreme circumstances, no side adventures. And you might support that with the fact that it divides the DM's time, it's boring for other people that may not be involved, and it's just more fun to roleplay when you're all together. These are all good arguments, and I would also bring up the fact that my group doesn't really have a problem with side adventures. We're kind of a bigger group, and I think we do a good job of juggling it. And I only bring this up because it's important to keep in mind that D&D groups are not monolithic. What works for your table is not necessarily going to work at a different D&D table. Basically, just try to come up with as many troubling behaviors as you can, and come up with adequate consequences for those behaviors. You're obviously not going to be able to foresee every single scenario, and that's why we're going to provide you with this simple flowchart that I'll throw up on screen here, and we'll also provide a link in the description below if you'd like to download it. Basically, it just involves acting like grown adults and talking it out and trying to come to a conclusion if this problem can be solved. And if not, whoever's causing the problematic behavior will just simply have to leave the group. Obviously, even with this flowchart, mitigating issues between a D&D group that's made up of close friends is going to be more complicated, simply because it's always going to be more emotional and personal when problems arise between close friends, which is why I stress the importance of establishing a code of conduct to your campaign before setting off on your adventures. Everyone has different expectations of what to get out of D&D, so it's really important to talk about this beforehand. Here's a perfect example from one of our writers here at Skull Splitter Dice as to what can happen if you do not resolve a problem within your D&D group. Tom didn't talk to us for months. It all seems pretty silly now, but at the time it felt pretty serious. How did our group of three friends become a group of two friends for a while? Dungeons and Dragons. Role-playing when at its best can offer the greatest time for friends to be together. They can use their imaginations, experience adventure, and eat lots of junk food. When it goes south, however, it can go really, really bad, really fast. You see, Tom didn't even like Dungeons & Dragons, but Scott and I had been invited to a game with two of our older friends. Tom didn't really want to play, but he also didn't want to be left out. The guys we were joining ran great campaigns and took role-playing very seriously. Three years their juniors, we felt honored to be invited. Scott and I were on our best behavior, Tom not so much. Bored by role-playing, Tom spent most of his time joking around. He deliberately had his character do things that threw off the momentum of the game. During a conversation in a tavern with a disgraced duke incognito who wanted us to rescue his captured daughter, Tom said, I get up, go behind the bar, and kick the bartender. Bill, our DM, said, Your character is a high elf. He wouldn't do that. Tom laughed and said, Yeah, he would. He's high. Original. What ensued was a ridiculous bar fight and then Bill having to concoct some way for us to meet the disgraced Duke again. 
Tom always behaved this way. He might play serious for 40 minutes, but he would inevitably get bored and intentionally hijack the game for himself. When we met with the Duke again, Tom said, I reach across the table and slap the Duke across the face. That was that. We all turned on him. Shouting ensued, Bill told him to get out, and we all backed Bill up. Tom looked at Scott and me. He expected us to leave with him. We didn't. We wanted to play. Eventually, many years later, I would stand with Tom at his wedding as his best man, but in the months that followed that D&D session, it didn't really seem like we would ever be friends again. You see, I like that story because, yes, it is silly to potentially end a friendship over a tabletop game, but to anyone that's played D&D, they understand how much of a personal experience it can be. We all reflect our interests and our ideals onto the characters that we make, and DMs do that with stories and worlds, and it can seem like a personal insult when someone's not willing to just take it seriously for a little while. Thankfully, this story has a happy ending to it, and I imagine that most problems that arise within D&D groups are easily handled, but it just goes to show that you should definitely have a game plan in mind for when problematic behavior arises. And it also goes to show that maybe you shouldn't push your friends that aren't interested in playing D&D into playing it, as they aren't going to suddenly take it seriously at the game table. Thank you guys so much for watching this video. I really appreciate it. If you guys have any tips for resolving conflict within a D&D group, I would love to hear it down in the comments. Like I said, D&D groups are not monolithic, and I would love to hear as many different and varied solutions as you guys can come up with. If you enjoyed this video, be sure to like and subscribe. We put out new videos like this every week. My name is Patrick Ferguson with Skull Splitter Dice, and until next time, farewell. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to like. Comment and subscribe so you never miss out.